reveal the attack did not... And now it's time for Fairproof. Shut up and sit down. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another edition of Paraprobe. And I am your host, Chance the Rapper. Oh, I'm sorry, wrong Chance. Chance Hancock. All right, so uh, I'm sitting here next to my, my co-pilot. He made it back this week, Jesse J. Yeah, I didn't die this time. That's yeah, I didn't good. die this time. What was up with the phones? we got to figure that out. I don't know. I have not a clue, bro. Um, but moving on, because that show is horrible and sucked. I didn't even upload it. Really? Yeah, I threw it to the curb. Oh. I was like, nope, I'm done. I wanted to hear what it sounded like. I'll send it to you. Send you a copy. But it was horrible. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, whatever. I was doing kid things. What it is, what it is, what it is, what it is. What it is. So welcome back to another edition of Paraprobe. Today is Saturday, uh, September 18th, I believe. Yeah, today's yeah date. you're right. Yeah. I'm looking at it on the computer. All right. On the what? Computer. 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 So uh, we're, today we're going to be talking about paranormal. Is it still really paranormal? Nope. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, so yeah, we'll be getting that uh, topic here in a couple of seconds. Uh, just want to give a shout out to everybody who voted for us for the Best of the Bay for Creative Loafing. We really appreciate that. Thank you very, very much. Uh, we find out here in a couple of weeks, you know, if we won or not. But our show, Paraprobe, got nominated for Best Internet Radio Show in Creative Loafing's Best of the Bay competition. Yeah, which was very kind of y'all. Yes. All three of you. Thank you for nominating us. We appreciate that. Yeah, all three and a half of you. Right? Well, little people count too. So I just want to say, yeah, big thank you to you know all the people out there that nominated us and, of course, all the people who went and voted for us. We don't know yet whether or not we won. We won't find that out, I think, until... I think it's day of they announced. Yeah, day of, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah day of, of the, uh, the actual contest and everything, the awards party and all that. Hey, we can actually go. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could. We might. We'll see. Yeah. Just depends <laughs> on whether or not I get my zipper up. So, we're going to be moving on to our show today. What? Shut up. I'm <laughs> done with you. I'm totally done with you. I'm still done with you. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> You're an idiot. A complete freaking idiot. Still don't care. <laughs> Stupid. Don't care. Oh, Holy crap. I can't believe I made that. <laughs> Dude, that was a one in a million shot. This is the time I wish we had video. You chunked the pin and made it right into the cup perfect. That was awesome. Oh, my God. Why did we not have that? You know what? We got to start doing the show live. We got to start doing, like, Facebook Live in here or something, or maybe Instagram Live while we're in here. Yeah, there's not really a good angle to set up a camera. We tried that when we were first going, and that didn't work out so well. A year ago. Almost a year ago. Like, yeah, almost We're a year coming ago. up on a year. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to believe. It's been almost a year. That they haven't thrown us out yet. I know, right? The same thing <laughs> I was thinking. We made it almost a full... You know what? The year ain't up yet, so never mind. <laughs> yeah, knock on wood. Yeah, we're definitely going to get kicked off. Um, uh, that's cool. Yeah. That's so whatever. anyways, uh, Jesse and I, throughout the week, we were talking about you know paranormal stuff because, well, we do paranormal things. And one of the things that like Jesse was talking about is in, in our conversation at the time was how it seems like the paranormal is really not paranormal anymore. It's so mainstream. Like, yeah. there's... You looked it up before the show. How many paranormal shows are there, or dude, have there been? Dude, just in recent history, this ain't throughout like since they've done paranormal like TV shows and reality shows. Just in recent history, we already had over sixty-seven shows already. Yeah, yeah. 
It's mainstream, dog. Yeah, it's mainstream. Yeah. You know, back in the day, like, we, we talked about this before on the show, when you have a, a paranormal experience. And back in the day, nobody would talk about it because it was so taboo. There yeah, so... you'd get locked up in a mental ward. Yeah, exactly. Straight jacket, padded room, the whole nine, getting shot with some weird LSD-laced thing. Yeah, <laughs> or we call it Tuesday. Yeah. But in that situation, you know, I mean, a lot of people, you know, they really did. They wouldn't speak about it, even other family members and everything else. They were so afraid, like you said, man. They'd well, be I mean, just getting away locked up from the ghost thing. Like you have doomsday preppers. Yeah. You know, um, this pandemic has made a lot of preppers. Preppers. <laughs> a pre- lot. Prepping is mainstream. Yep. Um, it's a pan prepper. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. Um, let's see. We got. Oh, Bigfoot had, UFOs. Yeah, we have like legitimate like. People who like that's their job, looking for Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. Um, legit looking for UFOs. Conspiracy you know, theories. Yeah. Conspiracy theories, conspiracies, and conspiracy theories are now mainstream. You see them on the daggum news all the time. Yeah, you see them on all your social media sites, everything else. And the thing I love is because it is so saturated with paranormal stuff, is there's still people out there arguing on who's better, what equipment's better, this, that, and the other. It's like, look, guys. We don't care. Yeah. We don't. Nobody cares. They really don't. Nobody really cares. It's okay if you're saying, hey, don't use this equipment because I used it and I had a bad experience with it. It's okay to share. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, sharing your experiences per- stuff is one thing. In- this yeah. thing is irritating me. I hear myself crackling. Oh. Uh, pertinent information, like sharing techniques and stuff is one thing. But, like, when you're like, oh, I'm better than you because I was on sci-fi. Nobody cares. Like, yeah. there's people on Discovery. Like, Discovery's got its own, like, whole Discovery Dude, I know people who didn't even like, do ghost hunting until they got picked up on some of those TV shows, and I know well, that personally. There you go. Yeah. I mean, it, so, I mean... It, and it, I'm not knocking the TV shows. Don't get me wrong. But, no. but go ahead. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. You know, it's still cool. Yeah, it's still cool. I it's mean, entertaining it, to watch. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's still something, like... We want to know. We're curious as hell. Like, l- l- let's go check stuff out. Let's find some things. I almost cussed. I caught myself. Good um, job, yep, me. Yep. Go me. I was, I was actually, head. like, putting it into your head because <laughs> yeah. I saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, it's still cool stuff. It's still stuff that, like, we want to do, even yep. though it has now been, like, mainstreamed and all that stuff. Like, yeah. it's still stuff we're into, but, like, it, we can't call it, par- we have to come up with another name. Yeah. And we can't call it paranormal. I just say we call it weird. Just leave it at that. That, that covers every topic of everything. Unusual. Or unusual. There we unusual go. sounds more professional. Yeah. Unpara. Yeah, it's like I should have my pinky it, up on a drink. It's going to be unpara as we drip our martinis out of our uh, cigar drinks. Or yeah. something like that. Cigar drinks? Yeah. <laughs> or have our cigar drinks. There yeah. yeah. What is a cigar drink, really? Like, all right. now. Brandy. I'm, brandy is a good cigar drink. I love having, like, a good, like, uh, fresh brandy, like right, you know, sifted. I don't like it cold. I like it warm when you're having it with a cigar. It adds to the, it, the intensity of the flavor. See, I like whiskey. Just scotch. Like, scotch is good too. Yeah, no, I like I like a good smoky earthy yeah. scotch. Hey, that, our boy, and Anthony that is Green. the extent of my fanciness. Yeah, right our there. boy Anthony Green is starting up his new cigar company, Urban Smoke, and is actually going to be uh, one of our sponsors of our. I don't really smoke that many cigars. I do. I mean, like, no. Well, okay. it's more celebratory for us, but well, I, I, but we celebrate a lot. I maybe like smoke two or three, bro. In your lifetime? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think two of them were, were with you. <laughs> really? Only with me. I mean, yeah. you're fired. Yeah. Well, you know what? Hey. I, Great. Now we got to come up with a new line of Coke for you. Whatever. Coke. Yeah. And nobody can see the quotations, okay? 
Yeah, why did I throw in quotes, man? <laughs> You're stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> I don't care. We're not on video. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, God. we'll just let it go. <laughs> All right, so moving on. But anyways, our boy no, Anthony Green. All right, yeah, our boy Anthony Green is creating a, a new cigar brand, Urban Smoke, and it is fine cigars and a fine. He's got a lot of really good like products coming out, a product line coming out with the cigars itself. So uh, all this stuff is in the works right now. The the actual company will be launching here in the very near future. And, uh, yeah, he's going to be becoming a, a part of the uh, H&E side with a lot of our events and such. Well, I, I look forward to trying some cigars and figuring out how to smoke them. Then just get to hang out with Anthony, too. So, yeah, I, I love Anthony, man. That's my boy, too. So yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, All right, so what the unparanormal. About? Oh, yeah, paranormal. unparanormal. All right. So, anyways. Unparanormal. Yeah, I want to break this down a little bit. All right. So, break you have, in the beginning. There was darkness, and then came the sun. No, okay. All right, so, like, you know, you have these, like, uh, people that had paranormal experiences back in the day throughout history. And then finally, it's like uh, people started kind of opening up here and there a little bit. You know, and I think, you know, the movies had a lot to do with it, too, on helping it open up, you know, and making it more mainstream. You know, Amityville, all that stuff. So as time goes by, people start sharing their stories with their friends and so on and so forth. You know, it's like, you know, kind of like the old, uh, I think it was Palmolive commercial, and they tell two friends, and they tell two friends. So one day, somebody said, you know what, there's a lot of people out there who really don't talk about this, but we know there's a lot of people who've had this situation. Let's do a TV show about it. Yeah. And then you had TV shows like In Search Of with Leonard Nimoy. Dude, you can't do better than Spock. I mean, come on. The X-Files. There you go. X-Files. I topped it. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, man. I mean, still in search of was like the the beginning, the crux of it, of really launching it. That was kind of before my time. Yeah. Whatever. So as time has moved on and progressed, <laughs> people became more and more open about it, you know. And then, of course, you had Ghost Hunters come out, the TV show. Yeah. They made it more mainstream. They made it entertaining in a sense. Yeah. You know, and then so the people out there who had all these paranormal experiences, you know, worldwide started going, oh, well, obviously there's a lot of people who dig this and have been through this and everything else. So they turn it, around and they start opening up and yeah. talking to more people. It was totally relatable. Yeah. Because it, I'm sorry, but like even if you feel like it's unconfirmed, a lot of people have had paranormal experiences oh, of yeah. some sort. Yeah. Whether it's a ghost or if it's a UFO. Or uh, just a weird feeling. Yeah. Like a creepy feeling. Yeah. You know, that, that uncle when he comes over. You know, everybody's had a weird vibe. Yeah, that's that's a really weird vibe. Yeah. Uncle Steve. Oh, anyways. So, <laughs> any, with the paranormal, I mean, the, like I said, it started becoming more mainstream, you know, at this point in time. And, and, you know, especially because of all the TV shows coming out, like Ghost Adventures, so on and so forth. I mean, like I said, there's over 67. I could be going on all day just naming all those off. So, the more that they made it more mainstream, more people were opening up their doors to investigation teams mm-hmm. to let them come out and investigate their homes and their businesses and so on and so forth because they were like you know what a lot of people actually believe in this and it's kind of cool you yeah. know and, and 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 like especially if you have a business it looks kind of interesting to people now because it has become mainstream to go yeah we open our doors and because we've had really spooky things happen here we actually had a paranormal team come and investigate and they found stuff and that always makes for a great centerpiece of conversation for like a, a hotel, a bed and mm-hmm. breakfast, you know, something of yep. that nature. Another selling point. Yeah, exactly. Another selling I, point. Paranormal and, is good for business. Yeah, but the thing that that really like I, I laugh at is when I watch people out there investigating, harping on the TV shows and going, "They're doing it wrong." I'm a real investigator. 
All right, we've been down compared this road. Compared to who? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Trust me. Yes, we've all watched paranormal investigators on TV shows at one time or another do really stupid things. I get that. I do. I'm not. I'm not trying to defend anybody here. I'm just pointing out the obvious. Yeah, and also in their defense. I'm going to play devil's advocate here yeah. because we've talked to quite a few TV paranormal yeah. investigators. It's like two weeks worth of investigating boiled down to Wrap 45 minutes. Wrap it up into 45 minutes yeah. because of commercial breaks. Yeah. You're not going to see them. like Nobody wants to see you set up or do a baseline. That is boring as hell. Yeah, and nobody no- cares about yeah, that. And nobody wants to watch you sit in a room for eight hours at a time for like four days in a row. Yeah. Doing EVP session. And nothing happening. And nothing happening. Yeah. No, they want to see things. They want to see the forklift get pushed over. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. They want to see somebody get crotch pot or, you know, crotch punched by like a, a doll. You know, that's what they want to see happen. I want to see that happen. Yeah. But the thing is, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, it, it really is. I mean, yes, I get it. I, I'm able to see both sides of the coin because of being a paranormal investigator ourselves and doing yeah. paranormal investigations. I see both sides of the coin. But at the end of the day, if you think that you're yelling out on social media to everybody that, you know, if, it, you know, that they're all doing it wrong, that you're a real investigator is going to land you a television show, not going to happen for one. Number two, if you think when you tell people that, well, I'm about being a real investigator, I don't care about getting on TV, but yet you're commonly talking nonstop about the people on TV and pointing out how much better you are, you we all know fan. you want to be on TV. Yeah. <laughs> so... I'm just letting people out there know. That's just the truth of it. I mean, it really is. You know, uh, the means, uh, the paranormal is not really – paranormal means above the norm. I got something for you. And it's just really not above the norm anymore. It's now become the norm. I mean, the news every day, there's, there's cycles that come out about UFOs now, you know, all the time. Yeah, the government's releasing UFO stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you no longer have to wait for a, a special series to come out or a special documentary. Just watch the news. It'll pop up eventually. Hey, Chance. Yeah. Do you want to be on TV? Yeah, I'd love to be on TV. See, I'm torn. Well, it's one of those, I would love to be on TV, but if I don't be on TV, it's not going to kill me either. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not a big deal. Yeah. If I go to TV, cool. If not, doesn't matter. I'm still going to be making money and doing my thing. See, yeah, no, that, that's where I'm torn. Like, I'm not opposed to being on TV. Mm-hmm. But how much, like, crap do you got to deal with? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> See? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, I actually, I had a TV show for a while. I had a TV show for one season that I did back in 2011, and it was called Paraprobe. And we were on a little network out of Chicago, Channel 23. And um, we we did that for like a year, and we went around, we were filming. And, but we did it like kind of like with Paraprobe, the radio show. We did it more with, from a comedic kind of standpoint. Yeah. And here's the other thing, too. I keep seeing former paranormal people out there. Asking questions to the crowd. Well, if you could create a paranormal TV show, what would you like to see? I hope all of you understand those people are gathering your information so they could put together their own TV show to go pitch it and make money off your idea. Just hope you realize that. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I watch that happen <laughs> often, dude. I'm just like, all these people, like 68 comments about, well, I want to see this, I want to see that, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, you know this guy is writing notes like crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, He's no. like, they need to put a poll on Twitter. That'll happen, too. Dude. I, I've seen it happen. Dude. Yep. I mean, I'd do that. Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah, it's it's simple. It's easy. 
you don't have to go anywhere or really do anything. You just type something on a computer and put it out there. And yeah. Hashtag I, paranormal TV I, show. I boom. came up. I literally came up with a haunted TV show idea that would actually fit good on HGTV. And I'm not going to talk about it on air because everybody will <gasps> run with yeah, it. Yeah, I know remember what I'm that. About. Yeah. Yep. And like. The people that I work with on the production side that do filming and television and all that are like, that's actually a really good idea. Uh, right now, we're actually looking at maybe, and it's a big maybe, because we're already busy with the radio show combined with H&E, with the events and everything else going on. But if we do get free time, we're probably going to go ahead and shoot a pilot. I don't even have to be on the camera. I don't care about being on the camera. I'm, as long as I'm executive producing the show, I'm happy with that, too. Yeah. You know, and this show... I think, obviously, I mean, even the people who I've spoken to that I know I can trust 100%, all of them across the table agreed, like, dude, why has nobody done this kind of show? Yeah, I feel like you would be natural on camera. I'm super stiff. Like, I'm like... I just don't care. That's why I'm natural yeah. on camera or on radio. It doesn't I'm, matter. I'm getting closer to that point, but it's just yeah. like, oh, no, someone's watching me. <laughs> you know? like, I always be like, somebody's <laughs> judging me. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that, that should have been the real title of that song. Dude, for real. Yeah. Um, somebody to resurrect Mike. Um, make sure you keep him um, in a place where he can't get to anybody because he'll be a zombie at that point. And then uh, have him redo that damn song. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That, that'd be a good premise for a movie, too. Yeah. Here's <laughs> a, but here's the thing, too. Also, if you're thinking about getting into the paranormal, or let's say you're in the paranormal already, and when people start degrading you because they don't agree with you about how you investigate or whatnot, don't get into a big argument with them on air. Or, you know, if you're like, let's say you have a podcast show, because I've seen this happen, podcast show, they were talking, they're paranormal investigators, and they were, they, they had a call in, and a guy was, you know, hammering them, going, you know, man, you guys suck, you know, everything you're talking about, you know, is not the way to do it, blah, blah, blah. Hang up on them. Yeah, one, hang up, who cares? Number two. The day that somebody can come and prove to me how they do their investigation is the 100% proven, accurate way. Okay, we'll go there. When you sit there, I'll give you an example. When people talk about back and forth about equipment, they're yeah. like, well, this equipment's the best. This equipment's the best. That one sucks. This one sucks. You know what makes a really good piece of equipment? The user. Yeah, the user. <laughs> yeah. You might want to focus on who's behind the wheel, okay? Because prime example, if a ghost... You know, is is in this room, and let's say that they've been known to be like throwing objects around, you know, in this house, per se. <laughs> if you could get them to pick up your cell phone and chunk it, you got some pretty good evidence. You don't yeah. need an EMF detector to tell you that there was a ghost there. You don't need like you know uh, uh, all the. Uh, we could go all day and listen to equipment. I'm not even gonna go there, but all this other excessive pieces of equipment. All you really need is something to record audio and something to record video. That's what you absolutely bottom line need. There's a whole industry devoted to paranormal equipment. Yeah, and don't I get mean, me wrong. Like, there dude. is yeah, and don't get me wrong. There is some great equipment out there yeah. that does help in particular situations well, and it makes that. sense to That's use. That's just another thing that makes it mainstream. Yeah. Like you when you have an industry built around you, yeah. you're pretty much mainstream. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Like porn. Porn's mainstream now. Oh yeah. Originally porn was like taboo and stuff. But oh, yeah. now there's like porn was taboo. Now it's like right at the top to your fingertips. And I mean that in like every way possible. Dude, there's there's whole like markets devoted to just sex workers in general. Yeah. Like Craigslist. Tinder. 
they Craigslist got rid of it. Well, there's what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they haven't got rid of it, they're, dude. They're using some <laughs> now other it's code. Yeah, they're yeah. using code now, but like they got rid of the uh, that section. The, the obvious, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but like you said, I mean, with porn, I mean, dude, there's so many porn sites you could go out there, you know, to go watch all the porn you want to and everything else. And like I said, it's right at the top, touch your fingertips, you know, just like everything else dealing with porn. But the thing is, in that situation is like we were just talking about. There's so many different pieces of ghost equipment out there. And don't get me wrong. I, I, want, I want to say right now with people who may be listening because I have friends who actually build their own equipment. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with the equipment being used. There are times that some of that equipment is a great thing to use in particular situations. I've seen a guy use an EMF detector that mm-hmm. was wrapped in duct tape, and it worked really well. Yeah, but I'm just saying in general, okay? But at the same time, you know, don't forget it's it's operator that's that's running the the situation here. And if you can capture stuff on film, and you can capture stuff on audio, it's very very helpful. Okay. But with that being said, everybody knows that anything and everything can be faked because God knows how many YouTube videos there are. Look at this real ghost experience. And when you watch five seconds of it, you're like, dude, this is so fake. <laughs> you know, I, I've, I've worked with John, you know, John Rusnick, you know, who's done haunted houses, you know, for like 20 years now. Oh, yeah. And I've seen all the stuff behind the scenes, special effects, how stuff is done, and I can spot it a mile away. I'm like, dude, that is so fake. Yeah. And, and, the, and then there are sometimes, you know, you watch video footage and you're like, hmm, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Either way, the thing is, none of us are ever going to prove definitively that there is a spirit. Unless there is somebody else there that witnesses the same crap you see. Exactly. You know? And why is it that every person <laughs> who videotapes or, or, or videos on their phone, their cell phone, or whatever, a Bigfoot, is about as coordinated as a pebble rolling down a hill? Because it's just shaky, nonstop. Because it's fake. Yeah. It's like, dude, I mean, for real, lay off the caffeine. If you're going looking for Bigfoot... Get a gimbal, bro. Yeah, get a gimbal, start <laughs> drinking decaf, you know, I mean, take a Xanax to calm down, whatever you got to do to stop wow. shaking. We went with the Xanax. I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> Every time you watch every Bigfoot video footage, it's for a quick, like, maybe five or ten seconds, and it's like, it's almost like that moment where, um, okay, have you ever been in a situation like we're in the bathroom and, like, say you're taking a dump, and you forget to lock the door, and somebody opens the door like a public place and you do that jump quick like you kind of grab you know go for the door they react like that yeah yeah they act like a total spaz and it's like dude yeah you're supposed to be like getting this footage well it's like that video you sent of me of that thing that was up there with the space shuttle whatever that actually was i don't even know if they even actually proved anything was anything on that we've well we found out that that what i filmed at that time was not that it was not the launch yeah so I have no idea. They're actually yeah. reviewing it still. <laughs> yeah. So, but even yeah. that, even on like your crappy like situation, your uh, your blurry windshield. I mean, it was very stable. Yeah, because like, I was calmly holding the angle to where I could see it on the screen and make sure I got it in the middle and making sure I'm keeping my hand calm. And everything you see, like that, has been legitimized. That has been proven. Like yeah. even the UFO things from the Navy. All those things were very calm, very still. So I'm thinking, like, anytime there's a shake, I immediately turn it off and write it off because it's fake. Yeah, because let's be, let's be real like here. Like, if for a you're second. shaking, if you could fly an F-18 Hornet at Mach two, 
and videotape something and is straight on the camera, <laughs> then a guy standing in the woods seeing Bigfoot can hold that camera still for at least 10 good seconds. That's all we ask. Just try. Yeah. Laugh yeah. and laugh. <laughs> yeah. Now, if it's running at you and you're holding your camera behind you as you run, hey, more yeah. power to you if it's bouncing. All no, right, no. I'll give you that. Uh-uh. Take, it, take the hit for the team. Take the hit for the team. <laughs> yep. I mean, come upload on, be a real investigator. You you're not a real investigator unless you take a hit, uh, hit by Bigfoot. Yeah, so. upload it before you die. Yeah. Take a hit for the team. Yeah. So. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so, but the thing is, once again, I mean, if you go through all the yeah, the YouTube videos that are out there of the paranormal, people who got paranormal series, you know, of their investigations on YouTube, and trust me, I've watched a lot of them, and there's a lot of really good investigators out there oh, doing yeah. these YouTube videos, doing a wonderful, fantastic job. Like, oh, yeah. I would trust them to investigate my home, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of good people on TV, and even some of the guys that are ranting, yeah, they're still pretty good, yeah. they're just cocky. Yeah. Don't yeah. get cocky. Yeah, don't get cocky. Nobody likes cocky. Yeah, nobody likes cocky. You know, unless you're Rihanna. Unless you're Rihanna, then you can be all the cocky you want to. Yeah, and, and really nobody likes cocky unless you're on radio, so, yeah. Fair. Fair enough. Fair. We're cocky. Fair. Yeah. You're cocky. I, I, I don't am. know what I am. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm, I'm cocky. I'm just, uh, I'm right. I had an ex-girlfriend and said, I'm not cocky. I'm confident. <laughs> That's That would be me. I'm not cocky. I'm confident. There we go. That works. Oh. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, this whole thing about the paranormal, you know, being so, like I said, back in the day it was very taboo. It's not very taboo anymore. Nope. You know, I mean, cool. It's it's good that they that it has become mainstream, yeah. open doors for investigators it's and so such. great. But at the same time, when you have, you know, a social media, everybody knows, social media gets so many people in trouble every single day. <laughs> <laughs> Every single day. That's I mean, over sometimes games, over the smallest things they may say, they're taken out of context. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yes. So think about that when you're out there representing your team and you're just flagrantly bombarding other people, talking about how horrible they are, this, that, and the other. And, and like, especially the ones that are, like, going, like, really expletive language and everything else. At that point in time, a lot of people are going to be like, I don't want that guy in my house. He's say, a psycho. Say that again. What kind of language? Expletive. 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 Whatever. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Expletive. <laughs> I'm totally using that for the rest of my life. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. From where? Pineapple, orange, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard it both ways. I really have. God, we really need a camera in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard it both ways. seen it both ways. I'm still traumatized by that. But anyways. <laughs> so, with this whole situation, like I said, when you're out there and you're bombarding the, the public out there, you know, and these other teams and everything else and cussing them out for all their worth, you know, and they're horrible at investigating and yada, yada, yada. Uh, trust me, uh, the other public people out there, you know, who may think about having your team come to their business or their home, guarantee they're going to be looking at your social media. And when you're doing this stupid crap, they're going to see all that, you know. I, I get it if there is a paranormal team that is caught red-handed stealing stuff from a home and you're letting people know hey don't let the team in your house because they were busted legitimately stealing stuff i get that you know what i'm saying yeah that's one thing but um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No. Uh, you don't have to go in a big tirade about it you know you could even privately just dm the individual and go hey look just to let you know now at the same time remember this if you decide to do that that if you're lying and they find out you can be sued for it because now it's actually liable because it's in print. It's defamation. Yeah, defamation of character, which is liable because it's in print. Yeah, like that whole thing between uh, – who are those two? Uh, I don't know. A couple of politicians went after each other. Oh, not yeah. E not even politicians. Like they're 
perspective politicians, mm-hmm. I guess, because they didn't get elected. They were running. Yeah. yeah. And they went after each other. They were candidates. Yeah. They were. Thank you. Okay. Political <laughs> candidates. Yeah. See, this is how much I hate politics. <laughs> Did you use a lot of expletive language? Yes. They. No, actually, I don't know. Okay. I, I wasn't paying that much attention until, like, it popped up on this, like, uh, I watch – one of my guilty pleasures is watching this uh, lawyer break things down, mm-hmm. and it's super entertaining. He's paired up with another lawyer now, and it's – like – and then they're on podcast horn, so I can listen to it while I work and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it it popped up on there. I'm like, so that's defamation. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have to watch that. <laughs> yes. Yes. So remember that, people. It can get you in trouble. All right, so moving on from that, that's kind of beating a dead horse. A lot of people have spoken about that before. Uh, but anyways, uh, moving on, like even with the UFO thing, you know, I mean, even like a lot of your mainstream shows have been talking that are not typically paranormal shows are talking more about like UFOs. Joe Rogan, prime example. And Joe Rogan, I, I, I ain't going to lie. I don't care if people hate me for it or not. I love Joe Rogan. I oh, love yeah. listening to his podcast. Yeah, he's awesome. There's a lot of people that love Joe Rogan. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. I think there's more people that like Joe Rogan that dislike, than just dislike him. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, if you actually sit down and listen to him, he is one of the most logical people, and he knows a lot of crap, dude. Oh, yeah. You know, the other thing is, too, that a lot of this stuff, like especially with the UFOs, like we are talking about earlier in the show, is now coming out. Through the major news outlets, you know, and I'm not talking about like, you know, uh, some weird like, you know, conspiracy news, you know, center on on, you know, the Internet that you find. I'm talking about actual like, you know, NBC, ABC, Fox, all of them, you know, that they've been coming out talking about like, you know, the government doing all these releases on UFOs and such. Yeah. Everything else. And so it's all entertainment. Yeah. And because people like us to do radio. Yeah. You know, I've listened to regular like what we call topic radio shows that talk about just the topic of the day. They don't necessarily talk about uh, a paranormal thing or whatever. They don't have a set topic. They're a generalized, like, morning show. And I've been hearing a lot of them talking about it, you know, uh, here and there about stuff with UFOs and such. Mike Calta. Mike Calta for one, two, five, one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's talking about, uh, I heard, like, Spanish had brought up something, you know, about UFOs here uh, recently. Um, it was, like, a couple weeks ago. And they had a little uh, talk about it. And it was because of the release in the news about the, you know, the Navy with the footage yeah, and all absolutely. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because it's a very, at that time when it's released out to the mainstream news, everybody's like, okay, this is a hot topic now. Yeah, it's you know, a hot it's topic. It's not a taboo it's, thing. It's not yeah. necessarily controversial. It's just... Uh, it's something that everybody's kind of curious about and interested in. Yeah. I don't care like what background you're in or whatever, but everybody is. I'm sorry, like if let's say, um, uh, what's what's a crazy like mythical thing? Unicorns. Yeah, if a unicorn popped up and was on the news or whatever, everybody's like, oh my god, it's a unicorn. Everybody's gonna be talking about yeah, it. Yeah, we, yeah, we need yeah. to know. Like, it's a curiosity, and there hasn't been one probably ever, but maybe not. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, every once in a while, you'll even see, like, you know, a like the mainstream news break out something that somebody caught that was ghostly on film, you know, yeah, like their oh, security yeah. camera or whatever. And, my uh, kid is ghostly in the middle of the night. That kid is scary as All kids. <laughs> all kids. That young. Yeah, they, they need to wear a bell around their neck. Because I can't remember how many times, like, I'll send open my eyes, and there's a set of eyes right there. Dude, it's terrifying. Yeah, the, the good like, thing is you recognize so you don't throw a punch. Oh that's the good God. thing. It's scary. Yeah. And you figured out where the, uh, the like, um, we have a baby monitor camera in there mm-hmm. just to, like, make sure, like, he's still there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One night I, I just woke up in the middle of the night randomly. I looked at the baby monitor, and this little dude is standing in his bed 
looking at the camera, and it's an infrared mode. So like the there's like a, a highlight on his eyes, uh-huh. like a little like glare or something. Scared the crap out of me. Like, I did not sleep the rest of the night. <laughs> I was like, that kid is evil. <laughs> you're, like, just rolling over, eyes just cracking open, see that, and you're like, Satan. <laughs> it's like, it's terrifying. <laughs> Grab the holy water. No, that means I need an I, old priest and a young priest. I did have a, um, uh, a tendency to sleepwalk when I was younger, so, I mean, it may have got passed down, but <laughs> that scared the crap out of me. Like, anything could be, like, creepy and haunted and everybody likes that stuff even my kid likes it he will he wants to watch scary stuff yeah and he thinks that's hilarious to be afraid dude the cook on one of the boats miss dot miss dot was awesome i was watching back when zombie land first came out yeah um when it came out on dvd because (laughs) i love the movie when i saw it in theater i bought the dvd when it came out you know the blu-ray i'm sitting there one night late at night i'm watching it and I'm, i'm laughing and all of a sudden, next thing I know, I hear giggling behind me. <laughs> There's nothing creepier than sitting in the dark and hear a child giggle in the dark. Yes. I, I looked, and Lily, which you know was a little at the time, was sitting on the couch behind me watching, which I didn't realize. Yeah, loved it. But dude, when when John was when when I, when John Rusdick was filming the movie House of Blood, I was there. Uh, you know, I did like uh, some of the stunt work in the movie. I also played a detective. You know, in a couple of background scenes, stuff like that. But I did a lot of stunt work in the film. And um, so Lily, you know, of course, had been on set with me often, you know, when I was down there filming and stuff. And so she has seen, like, you know, the prosthetics and how the fake blood is done and all that. So she already had a really good grasp and understanding about horror films at a young age that most of it was fake. That is fake. Yeah. Yeah. So that became her favorite movie for quite a while. But now her all time favorite movie, Lost Boys. Really? I couldn't be more proud. Wow. I could not be more yeah, proud because I love that movie. That's very impressive. Behind Jaws, that's my next. Yeah. No. Yeah. I love Zombieland because it's like the American version of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, exactly. That, that That's yeah. kind of where it hits home for me. And then... Shaun of the Dead was great, too. Yeah. He painted the number three on the Hummer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dale Earnhardt, may you rest in peace. Absolutely. That's why I stopped watching NASCAR, by Amen. the way. <laughs> <laughs> that day i stopped watching nascar haven't watched it since yeah but um so yeah like i mean kind of get back on topic here you know a lot of these things have become mainstream <laughs> that's our add in us but that's how the show works live with it paranormal nascar here we go exactly <laughs> only we can go from ghost hunting you know hatred to dale earnhardt but whatever it but they're related us. yeah they are Totally related. Oh, absolutely. We won't go there. <laughs> no, we'll go there. It's because he's dead. So I get it. Yeah. But may he rest in peace. Oh, that was part of it. I mean, like, so when you think of NASCAR, what do you usually think of? Where am I from? Hmm? Where am I from? You're from the backwoods of some Hoboken County. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the actual county, though. It, it doesn't matter. We're not putting that out there. Why? Because I still have people there. No. Why? It made it better. No. Fine. No. When you find out, you'll... you're Carolina. Able, yeah, North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. I know that, but the name yeah. of the county. But Warren County. Warren County, North Warren Carolina. Warren County, that there was There you it. go. Yep, thank you. Yes, but like, it was... It's backwoods, redneck mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. you know, hold my beer, watch this. Hey, I was drinking my beer the other night, and I saw a UFO, and you... Yeah, we have Florida Man, so there you go. Yeah. I grew up with that. Yeah, no, I mean, it's so like, they kind of go hand in hand with the paranormal. Unparanormal. 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 Yeah. Yes. 
We're, we're, hashtag unparanormal. Hashtag unparanormal. Yep. Throw that out there on your social media. Booyah. Yep. Copyright paraprobe. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much paperwork with that. I'm not into it. <laughs> Don't care. We said on it on air. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> but you're free to use it. You can throw it out there. Yeah. But no. the, the thing is, is, you know, I think people need to slow down on this, you know, wanting to hammer other people and everything about how they investigate and such because – Really, at the end of the day, it, it really has turned to be, be to become more entertainment. Let's be real. At the end of the day, and which there's not a problem with that because that's yeah. what gets people to tune in and oh, pay yeah. attention to it. Case in point, Zach Baggins, dude, yeah. that dude's entertaining. Yeah, I have no idea what the heck he's doing half the time, but it's entertaining. Yeah, I know so many people <laughs> that hate Zach Baggins. The man does not care on his way to go drop in his, uh, you know, on on his ATM and see how much he's got in his account. He really doesn't care if you hate him. I, I don't promise. care how many times you say F Zach Baggins. Yeah. He's a genius. I've met a lot of people who met him and said that he was like a really nice guy. He probably is. Yeah. So, I want to meet him. Yeah. I'd get a beer with him. Yeah, because like, I'll see people going, you shouldn't provoke because of this, that, and the other. Really? Prove it. He's got a house Prove full it to me right now. He's got a house full of haunted objects. Yeah, because trust me. He obviously doesn't care. <laughs> I, am one of those, I am one of those people that I am not about provoking. Okay, with our team, we're not about provoking and you know going in there and go, you know, show yourself. No, I, I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to t- treat them like another person because you want to try to get them to respond to you. You don't want to go in there acting like a jerk or they're going to chase them off. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in that same instance if if other teams are out there like you know like with the Zach Baggins with Ghost Adventures or other people investigating these like horrible demonic for lack of a better joke of a term uh locations and they want to turn around and go that you know well we need to provoke to get the demon to come out okay go ahead good luck but go ahead you know and then when it's actually a demon bye yeah Goodbye. Goodbye. You proved Goodbye. your point. That was awesome watching your face melt. Yeah. But uh, but here's the thing, though. At the end of the day, I mean, come on, people. You know, let, let's be real. Half of America, to put this in perspective, does not believe anything about what you're doing. They think you're a bunch of – to be honest, I'm going to break it down in truth, and you know that. Half of America thinks you're a moron. They really do. They think you're an idiot out there in the dark chasing around your imaginary friend. And they really do. Half of America thinks this. And right? we're in that group before anybody gets butt hurt. We're in that group. Yeah. So, like, yeah. <laughs> we're there with you. Yeah, though. we're there with you. I mean, hey, I don't. but the point is that, well, for us, we don't care. Yeah. But the thing is, <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, when you're trying to overexert yourself on other people, like, well, you can't investigate that location because it's my location. Really? Do you have a contract with those people? Paranormal and I don't mean with mafia. a manager. I mean with an actual owner of the actual deed. Do you have a manager with them? Because if you don't. You don't have any say-so over it, period. You don't, all right? So you can't be the unparanormal mafia. Yeah, (laughs) that's another thing that cracks me up, the paranormal mafia. Look, I believe in, yes, giving, you know, being courteous. If I want to investigate a location that uh, I know another team specifically uses, right, of course I'm going to go to them and talk to them first and go, hey, are you cool with us doing this here, you know, doing an investigation or if we're doing an event or whatever the case may be? You know, I'm, I'm cool with doing that. And you know what? Majority of the time, if they t- if they're going to say yes majority of the time. They yeah, don't have a I problem mean, with it when you're being cool about it, you know. And it's usually your end to that location yeah. in, like, a super smooth manner. And they'll, like, be like, oh, dude, you need to check out, like, the Tampa yeah. Theater. You need to check out this seat right here because this yeah. seat is super haunted. You exactly. definitely want to put some stuff there. Exactly. You're going to get something. Yeah. But if I turn around and I go to find a location, you know, to, like, do an investigation or I want to do an event – 
and I'm talking to the owner of the place, and then all of a sudden I get some email or text message, or not text message because I know they don't have my number, but an email or a message through social media, and they're like, that's my location. You can't touch it. Are you here? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Your opinion matters to me. Why? Remind me. Okay, no. I mean, unless the deed is in your name, which we've covered this before. Unless the deed is in your name. Yeah, if the deed ain't in your name and you don't have a contract, shut up. Go away. You're, what was that? You're, all you're doing is being annoying. That Dominic yeah. Toretto thing? Yeah. Are, are you the boss or am I talking to the boss? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it is one of those situations where you turn around and you're like, you know what? I'm going to be investigating this. And then this is kind of like in Suicide Squad with Will Smith right after he got done shooting. And he turns around and he's like, He's like, you know, and I realize you're not writing any of this down. He's like, that's because uh, you're not going to get any of this. And he's like, I was talking to her because <laughs> you know who the boss is, you know. Yeah. And the whole paranormal mafia thing, I think, is so ridiculous and so stupid. It's And honestly, too, well, if you want to start throwing threats out of people, let's be real. You never know who you might be dealing with. Well, and that's you know, just on the flip I, side of that coin. They may be law enforcement, and next thing you know, you're getting locked up because you threatened a law enforcement officer because you had to protect your paranormal location. <laughs> you know what super I mean? entertaining. Yeah. If, well, I mean, but that's another way it's become mainstream, though. Yeah. Like when when people are legitimately like getting locked up over it for like trying to protect their domain or whatever, like. More mainstream, buddy. Because, like, I mean, it's just like it's, a, it's like a gang. <laughs> it's just like Eddie Griffin said. He goes, you got people over here, west side, west side. You got people over here going east side, east side. He goes, none of y'all own it. You're renting. <laughs> He's yeah. like, none of you own it, you know. And, and it's the same thing. It's like, here's, like I said, I'm all about the common courtesy. Yes, I want, everybody, everybody could be a little more courteous. Things in the paranormal world would get a lot better. If you stop with the egos for five seconds and thinking you're better than everybody else, everybody will actually get along. More things actually get accomplished because everybody wants to be taken so serious, but you look ridiculous when you start doing these type of things. That the people who are outside the paranormal that may take an interest in it and may be interested in maybe having you come to their facility or whatever the case may be, they're going to be like, I don't want to deal with these people. They're nuts. Oh, They're that, psychos. That's just like our business thing. We ha- we have a business agreement, and it's in part of our contract. Yeah. There's two things that we keep out of all business agreements: ego and greed. Ego and greed. Anytime that you mix one of the two or both, I don't care if it's underwater basket weaving, it's going to tank. Oh, Same yeah. thing with your investigation team. If you're a part of a team and Excuse the lead, you. I don't care. <laughs> that was if loud. <laughs> was it? My yeah. bad. Excuse me. <laughs> so if you're on an investigation team, and the lead of your team is one of those dominating kind of people and always trying to, like, screw areas out from underneath people and stuff like that, get out of that team quickly because they're going to wind up in a bad situation and probably a bad legal situation eventually. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you right now, if you have somebody who's the owner, you know, for lack of a better term, of your team, and they're going, yeah, well, we're going to make sure they don't get that. I'm going to, you know, call that uh, client and tell them, you know, how horrible they are, even though they really don't know them or anything like yeah. that. Well, just know since you're a part of that team, you may wind up in a bad legal situation. You might want to step away from that team. Dude, anytime anybody's doing shady about anything and – Yeah, any shady thing going on at all. Get out. Yeah. Get out. But, dude, all right. So, like, it's well-known. I'm a Christian. You know, I, I believe in God, believe all that. Yeah. There's a Bible verse that stuck with me. Shun the very appearance of evil. Now, I'm not very good at that. But when it comes to, like, shady things like that. I'm really that, not sure if I'm evil trying to be good or I'm good trying not to be evil. I'm, I haven't figured that part out we're yet. We're all struggling me. with that. That's a yeah. struggle for everybody. Yeah. Anybody and everybody can relate to that. But shun the very appearance of evil. 
and I apply that so much to anything, anybody that seems shady. Like, you and I had a recent experience that, like, it seemed super shady, and I wanted to run like crap. Like, yeah. Just get out. Yeah. Like, just buy. I yeah. need to run. Like, yeah. I, I literally wanted to literally run. Yeah. But and it's true. If you're part of a team out there that's starting to do shady things, especially if they start like you know, here's another example. You get on a team that is all about doing the extreme ghost hunting, which means they go on to areas that they're trespassing to go investigate. Yeah, leave that team. That's you're gonna, thing. You're gonna wind them some serious. Yeah, it's a thing, man. I've seen it before, man. These extreme teams, they call them extreme teams. They go out there and they they find these locations that are supposed to be very very either demonically possessed or haunted whatever case may be you know whatever term you know terminology you want to use and they'll trespass to go investigate to prove that they went there. Okay, once again, do you really want to be a part of a team that's breaking the law and and these idiots are filming what they're doing? See, you said extreme paranormal. I'm thinking they're doing like parkour or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Get my EMF detector, parkour over the couch. You know, yeah, do a backflip over the coffee table. Like jumping off a building, like base jumping off a building or something with an EMF detector on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> not sure about if – I'm not sure what class A or B or C or D EVP caught up, but uh, that was a nice splat when he hit the ground. <laughs> so, uh, dude, oh, man, bungee jumping EVPs. Dude. That's some extreme ghost hunting right there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I want to go skydiving and see if I can get other streams besides mine on the way down. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, there are people out there that yes and go and do these things. They run into these areas to go investigate that is off limits. You know, they got clearly marked signs, no trespassing, and all that stuff. If you're part of one of those teams, leave because you're going to get in serious trouble eventually. Or shot. Or shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or worse, some of these locations are actually just very dangerous because not of the ghost. Remember the rule that I always talk about in ghost hunting. <laughs> the, the normal will get you before the paranormal the does. The normal will get you a whole lot faster than the paranormal if will. If you go to an abandoned nuclear reactor to investigate, you're probably going to come out green, buddy. Yeah, yeah. There, there's some <laughs> situations where you go, nope, not investigating. I'm nope, good. Nope, nope. I'm good. Nope. Yeah, and, and only that, too. But here's the thing. Like, I tell paranormal investigators all the time, like, you know, people on my team, like, when I first created, teaching people and stuff, and, you know, being a mentor. And trust me, no better than anybody else. I'm just giving basic guideline rules, all right? Rule number one. Don't run. And it's not because I want you to be the tough Superman hero, you know, or heroine or, you know, the Wonder Woman. No, it's because many investigators who freaked out in the middle of the dark turn to run and, you know, crack their shin on a coffee table. <laughs> or they wind up cracking their shin across, you know, the, the chair. Or they break a toe or they go crashing into somebody's, like, you know, big cabinet with the expensive Chinese, you know, plates in it or China plates or whatever. Yeah, we don't want you to be brave. We just don't want you to break your neck. Yeah, we don't <laughs> care about being brave. Just don't get hurt. Don't get killed, all right? The ghost is, as a matter of fact, the ghost ain't going to do anything to you. That, that coffee table will, okay? It's going to hurt well, a lot. depending on the ghost. Dude, I was doing an investigation. <laughs> I'll go ahead and put this out there. Doing an investigation, and I was in a stone brick house combination between brick and stone okay doing the investigation it's a very 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 old home it was like dated from like i think 18 i think it came, they built the home in like 1890 i think or something like that but anyways so we're in this house i brought along a first-time investigator and this guy former marine you know he's been there done that done a lot of stuff you know i'm former military and i told him i said dude if anything happens weird you know that that makes you uncomfortable just let me know because i was partnering up with them yeah and that's another thing too if you're with someone and they start going like hey i got a bad vibe about this we need to leave 
trust that gut judgment and GTFO, leave. GTFO, yeah. Yeah, and, and don't make fun of them because they want to leave. They might be saving your neck at that moment, and it has nothing to do with the paranormal. It could be their brain picked up on something in that room that just wasn't quite right, and you guys screwing around in there in the dark, somebody might get hurt. So just trust them and walk out calmly. So like I told this individual, if anything bad happens, just, you know, don't freak out on me. Don't run. Just calmly turn and walk away from the situation. We're walking down this long hallway on the back side of the house that goes from, like, the, the, the main area of the home to, like, a wing, right? We're walking down that hall. <laughs> At the very end, we saw this, like, flash of light, and the image looked like a woman crossing the hallway, all right? We knew that at that particular time, at that side of the house, we're the only two in there. He decided to run. Wall. Sideways. <laughs> Not the length of the hall. He went sideways, face first into a brick wall. Dude, this guy cracked his nose open. I mean, he hit the ground. Didn't slow him down, though. He got up and kept on going. So at that point in time, I'm like, okay. I just kept on walking. I had to go see what I found, you know, what I saw. And, and, and of course, I didn't find anything at that point because I was too worried about this idiot. So, yeah, he's never investigated since, dude. He was like, nope, <laughs> nope. He's like, that one time was good enough for me. Yep, good enough. Yeah. Game solved. Bye. Yeah, and, and thank God he didn't actually break his nose. But, yeah, he bloodied it, man, and got it all scraped up from hitting the, the brick. And I it, couldn't even imagine running full bore into a <laughs> The only bad thing about it that I admit to is when it happened, I couldn't help it. I started laughing. <laughs> no, you got to. I just, I was like, all I saw is whoop, pop. And I'm like, <laughs> that had to hurt. <laughs> I couldn't help it, dude. Dude, he's a Marine. He's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to take it like a champ. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he, but he didn't slow down, bro. I give him that. I mean, it was like, boom, off that. He hit, he landed, he hit the wall, landed on his butt. He j- just jumped straight back up and took off running. He was like, okay, the hallway's that way. He figured it out real quick. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, just don't run. The, the normal will hurt you a whole lot faster than the paranormal, I promise you. Um, so, anyways, moving on back to topic here. So, yeah, the whole thing about when you are ghost hunting with these teams, if they start doing really stupid things, don't join in because it's just going to get you in a lot of trouble later down the line. So, going back to do we believe that the paranormal is still the paranormal? Mm, I think it's kind of now the unparanormal. Yeah, unparanormal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to us, it's unparanormal. I'm not saying that there aren't such things of what we're investigating. Don't get us wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that now it's become so mainstream, it's not like – imagine when the first automobile was built. Same situation where people were like in shock and awe. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, there's this thing without a horse, you know, moving people around, you know, through the city and blah, blah, blah. It's haunted. Yeah, it's like, (gasps) it's got witches. But, you know, it's just an automobile. Same thing with this. It's like everything was all like, oh, my God, that's crazy. That's weird. I can't tell anybody. People will think I'm weird. They're going to lock me up. You know, my family's going to make fun of me. People will disown me, and I won't ever get into law school, and I'm just going to be a poor person for the rest of my life. Now it's like, mm, cool, yeah, I'm going to join a team for fun. Yeah. Yeah. And now it really is. It's become to where it's not that big of a deal. You could be like me and accidentally join a team. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think what people need to get back into to make the paranormal, you know, the unparanormal paranormal again Go into this with, like, the original thought you had. It's creepy and it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. If you find something cool, outstanding, put the videos out there, you know, but just at the same time, be advised. I don't care if you got a video of you talking with Abraham Lincoln for, you know, 15 minutes straight. There's going to be people going, yeah, CGI. People are going to pick it apart. If you can't handle criticism with this stuff, you're in the wrong line of work. If you got thin skin, you're in the wrong line of work. Don't do this at all. Joe Rogan, don't read the comments. Yeah, just don't even care, you know. 
because, like I said, there's always going to be a hater no matter what. Hence the discussion we had earlier. It says beating a dead horse. There's always going to be people out there mocking it. You know, and everything from non-believers to people who just think they're better than you. I'm pretty sure people make fun of us. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Nobody makes fun of me. Stop being a little girl. (laughs) Okay, fine. So, yeah. (laughs) Like, I care. (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean, that's the thing, man. For like people like us that have grown up in our situations and grown up in in our lines of work, military, on the water, like you, you know, the whole nine yards. Yeah, there's not a whole lot you can say that's really going to hurt our feelings, or we have not heard before. So yeah, to me, it's just half of it actually laugh at. To be honest, I had a fellow try to cuss me out at my day job the other day, and I laughed at him. He was like, "That was pretty good, but that's not the best I've heard." (laughs) (laughs) He was like, "What? Give me an A for effort. You know, at least you tried." You go. Good job. Yeah, you get a participation trophy. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's the other thing, too. When I see all those people doing that, you know, the negative stuff going, yeah, Zach Baggins sucks and people from Ghost Hunter suck and blah, blah, blah. Oh, here's your little participation trophy. There you go. Yep. You're joining in with the rest of the crowd because it's trendy. There you go. There's your little trophy. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's trendy to hate on people now. Like, when, <laughs> I dude, know, right? when, I, when I was in high school, like... I hate on the haters. Be, being a, being <laughs> a hater fun, was actually. a bad thing. Now, yeah. like, being a hater is like a career decision. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, there's dude, literally if people you, that okay, devote their lives to being a hater. Let me tell you right now. If you were in anything <laughs> media, podcast, uh, radio, television, whatever, if you don't have haters, you are not doing your job correctly. I promise you. You always got to have haters, man. I suck then because <laughs> no, I'm, t- I'm kidding. <laughs> Everybody hates us. <laughs> yeah, but uh, thanks for voting, uh, you know, for us for Creative Little Things Best of the Bay. We yeah, appreciate no, that. No, no, even if you hate us, give us a, you know, give us a vote. Now yeah. we could be on a bigger platform and have more people to hate us. I listen to every one of your shows and you're horrible and you suck. You're not a hater. You're a fan. You're a good fan. Yeah. Well, thanks for you. tuning in on every show. We appreciate it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, with the paranormal man, it, it's it's unparanormal to me now. It, it, you know what's so sad is I've been in this field for about 20 years, and, and that's the other thing too. I've talked to other people, you know, that you know had a little bit of a celebrity status with it, you know, with their ghost hunting stuff, and turn around and be like, oh yeah, dude, I've done a lot of investigation. There's a lot more than you. Oh god, I remember the story. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, um, most of the investigations I've done in my lifetime, I never posted about because they were private residents. I don't share their information. And also, That's social media one. didn't exist. Yeah, and social media didn't exist during <laughs> half of it, you know. And it's like, so there you go, Skippy. You know, it's like you just made yourself out to be a jerk, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't care if you've done 300, I don't care if you've done three. If you're a good investigator... Trust me, I know some investigators who are fresh in the field, only done maybe 20 investi- investigations total, and are better than a lot of mainstream investigators I've met yeah, in a long time. They look at it from a fresh perspective. Yeah. You always got to have that fresh blood. Yeah. That's that's fresh that's, blood. That's, that's why you brought me on board. That's I, right. I see it now. Yeah. That, wow. It took what? Five, ten years. It took a while for you to catch up, finally. Yeah. I'm yeah. a little slow. You're you're what we commonly refer to as um bait. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense now. That's yeah. why I'm. That's hey. why you picked me because I'm fast. Yeah. You told me to run that one day, and exactly. you're like, "Yeah, you can get away." <laughs> yeah, you're short. You can make it under the coffee table. Yeah, he's reusable. Yeah. <laughs> so I could take you into a house and be like, "Jesse, you know that room right there?" Yeah. Well, they say if you sit in that room alone, that it will attack you. You know, the allegedly there's demonic activity. So uh, here's a hand camera. Here's your EVP recorder. Go find out what happens. Boom. Slam the door. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. You're called bait. Just <laughs> <laughs> make sure you tie a rope to me so you can retrieve me later. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, man. If you're on an investigation team and they make you climb down holes all the time and, stuff, and I've watched that happen, too. Um, 
Yeah, you're you're bait. You know, if you want to go through it because you're trying to prove your, you know, your, you know, I need to put it in a clean term. I almost said something else. If you want to prove your 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 metal to the team, you know, that you'll go do this stuff by yourself. That's fine. You know, I mean, you, you it's that's on you. That that's your choice to go do it. But if they're making you do something legitimately stupid that you know can get you killed, and I ain't talking about paranormal, I'm talking about the normal. Once again, think twice about being on that team. You know, it's like, hey, we want you to go in this inferno. Don't worry, it only lights up every so often. And, you know, or furnace, you know, go in this furnace down here to investigate. They get, you know, these screams of horror at night and all that stuff. And uh, it, don't worry, it only it only ignites like every 30 minutes. But we did lose track of time. We're not sure when it'll do it again. But can you go down there and get a recording on the inside? You yeah. might want to pray, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Like a lot. A lot, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, once again, the, the paranormal has be, to me has become the unparanormal. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love doing investigations, cool. private residence, no. you know, businesses, going Dude. out. Yeah. And if we find stuff, And cool. it's a good thing. It yeah, is a good excellent. thing that has become more mainstream because, you know what? It allows people to go do it. It turns your thing into a business. You, there's people to get paid to go investigate well, that aren't on TV. Well, when they do, like, the, the you know, events behind it and all yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, yeah, if you're a paranormal team and you're charging people, you're a douchebag. But, no, people will legit hire you, though. But still, I think those people are douchebags. Okay, well. Uh, that's my personal opinion because there's a lot of teams that have been doing this freelance for many, many years. Yeah. And I believe that if you're charging people to go investigate their home for something that you don't even know if it's real or not, you're kind of a douche, to be honest, to me. You're scamming people. Mm. You're scamming people. Well, we'll see how it looks in 10 years. Yeah. Now, in 10 years, hey. Yeah. If you got a business account for it, more power to you. <laughs> I mean, like... I, but I really am. I'm one of those people, like, with our investigation team, you know, doing investigations, no, we would absolutely never charge anybody, ever, for nothing. Yeah. Um, because I, I look at it like this. If if you got real paranormal activity happening in your home or your business, and, like, even if you're out of state, if I want to experience it that bad, I'm going to pay for it myself out of pocket for our team, for us to go and go check it out and investigate. Because at that point in time, it is about... Kind of falling back on the originality on why you got into investigating to see if whether or not there really is a paranormal side. All right. So it's about the, the passion of doing it. When it breaks down to now it's become financial, well, the, trust me, the, the two don't combine with, with ghost hunting. Yeah, it just it's like combine. a priest charging for services. Yeah. Now, like I said, if you're if you're doing an, you know, an event and it's for entertainment and for fun and all that, sure, of course, that's fine, you know. But if you're going out to do a, an investigation on a business, no. If you're charging them, then yeah. It's funny too when um, I see investigators going out there and actually charging like, uh, literally, I saw an ad. I think it was in England. A guy was charging like five uh, in American dollars. It was like five grand to go in their home and exterminate the ghost, get rid of it. Shut up. Oh, I'm dead serious, bro. I am dead serious. See, you're still new to some of this. You know, from this aspect. That, 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 no. No, bro. And trust me, there's a lot of people who do it. There really is. There's people that will charge you for their services to go. Ghostbusters are real? Dude, they will show up at your house. Like, some of these teams will get together and show up at your house. They will investigate, and they weirdly always find something at every home. And it's always multiple entities. You're in danger. You're going to die. Unless you pay us $200, and we'll do a cleansing and get rid of it. Oh, so it's ransom. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, or like some people firmly call it extortion. Okay. Extortion. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, there's, there's teams out there who do that, man. It's actually very common. It really is, believe it or not. It's actually more common than people think. I get a weird side note. There's an icon on the computer here. It says the love and spoonful dot, dot, dot. And I can't. I want to click it, but I'm afraid of what it's going to bring <laughs> up. I know, right? <laughs> and, like, for me, like, if I go to a home and let's say that I walk in and there's Satan sitting on your couch, the whole living room is in, in an inferno. There's bodies on the fire screaming in agony and everything else in your living room. I'm just going to walk out and go, yep, haunted. Have a good one. Yep. Yep, good enough for me. Burn it down. Yeah. Adios. Yeah. All right, so anyways, we got to get ready to move on here. We'll be seeing you guys next week. And we got a lot of other things going on. And once again, thank you to everybody who voted for us for the Best of the Bay for Best Internet Radio Show on Creative Loafing's Best of the Bay. Yep, and I have a song stuck in my head, and now you will too. All right. Bye. If it'll play. Going in, hi oh, chicken on a raft. That Jenny's laughing like it had rained. Hi oh, chicken on a raft. He's looking at me, comic cats again. Hi oh, chicken on a raft. That chicken on a raft on a Monday morning. Oh, what a terrible sight to see. Daptos Ford and the Dustman off. Sitting there picking at a chicken on a raft. Hi oh, chicken on a raft. Hey oh, chicken on a raft. Hi oh. Chicken on a raft, hey oh, chicken on a raft. Now get me the middle and the forenoon too. Hi oh, chicken on a raft. I'm pulling on a wheeling crew. Hi oh, chicken on a raft. Seagulls wheeling over. Immigrants who gathered in a